Hello and welcome to the Unofficial Controller Podcast, your number one weekly gaming podcast. Episode 42, Retro vs. Modern, The Courtroom Battle. With me, George, and as always joined by Tom, Modern to my Retro. How's it going? Hey mate, um, I'm very well. I'm very excited this week because we've got the Retro versus Modern Courtroom Battle and I'm going to take you to school, give you an education because down at Lionel's Lawyers, I'm the best there is. Best there was, best there ever won't be. Well, you're about to see. (laughs) Let's give the new listeners and the loyal listeners a quick rundown of how things are going to go because we start the show with what you've been playing. We do. Then we slip into the news. Tom, and what news have we got? We've got some uh, potential Ninja Gaiden rumours slash news. So stick around if you're a fan of uh, Team Ninja's very epic action-adventure series. Tom, we don't do rumours anymore. It makes me cry and the developers (laughs) cry. UK 73. (laughs) Like the way he makes the rules and breaks the rules. Then we're slipping into the feature where I'm going to get my backside handed to me on a silver platter by the old hotshot lawyer over there. Mm -hmm. In what's the feature this week is retro versus modern. full Patrick Bateman. Okay. He wasn't a lawyer, though, He he? wasn't a lawyer, no. But he had that look about him. We're not going to edit that out. We're going to leave it in. Who cares? Lawyers don't make mistakes in the courtroom, so you better <laughs> leave them there. I am. I'm getting all my nervous mistakes out of the way first. Okay. Well, then, uh, after the it's feature, down to business. After the feature, uh, smashing through the wall, Patrick Bateman style, is listener <laughs> Stingray, and then where we look at it's a return. So any new listeners who don't know what listener Stingray is, it's where we look at the listeners hashtag Stingray's boot. We look at their weekly pickups. It's back, retro or modern. Uh, and then we get the real deal storm up the driveway this week he'll be meeting us on the court steps the VHS delivery man mm-hmm. Stingray where we look at this week's latest new releases for all the modern gaming systems Hotpoint washing machine CFAX Xbox Switch and PS4 mm-hmm. maybe on and PC, PC release yeah. yeah and then we end the show with me asking Tom what he's hoping to play now before we get Odd Cat to uh just call him Odd Cat full time now. Uh, we should. No, I feel we should. bad. Okay. And it reminds we'll be... me of terrible mistakes made. Ozcat, just hang on a second. Um, we've got a little bit of housekeeping to do. So, do. Tom, turn on the Hoover, grab some pledge and a duster. Mumsy wants some housekeeping done. Okay. Uh, it's time to announce our monthly winner of best comment. And the winner goes to Boba Loba. For his great comment on the original Game Boy. All that The History of series. Yes. Yeah. Well, well done, dude. Head over to Comic Pictures on Etsy. Grab yourself a print or a T-shirt, the artwork of your choice. Remember, listeners, it doesn't even have to be unofficial controller-based, but, you know, we'd prefer it. Well, you can you can order what you want, can't you? Yeah. Boba probably just wants a big green X spray-painted on a canvas. Adam the Artist stripped to the waist, throwing himself around. Just running at the canvas in the shape of an X covered in green paint. Yeah. I think that would work. little dribble at the bottom. Yeah. Uh, Keep your ears peeled for more (laughs) exciting announcements. Again, guys and girls, thank you to each and every one of you. Um, Should we do a call to arms? Because what we think we want the listeners to do this week is to hype the living daylights out of the show. Share our episode post on Instagram in all your stories I know some of you already do that without provocation but if everyone We're could grateful for that like share Instagram Twitter whichever social media you reside on get that shared because it helps the show no end 
it does massively and uh, brings new listeners crawling out of the woodwork like cockroaches doesn't it, it does and any new listeners listening or tuning in please please share the story which we'll put out tomorrow that goes along with the new episode uh, it would be a massive help to us and we'll really appreciate it we're just trying to continue to grow and the don't fan forget, base any we see we reshare we do so you're getting a pump while we get a pump while we're all what pumping we together we're all pumping together <laughs> I don't like the innuendos either. All right, Tom, we'll keep him to a minimum. <laughs> he makes the rules, he breaks the rules. Hang on a minute. Stop. Oddcat, Ozcat. Odders. Grip the wheel. That knurled little steering wheel you've got in your 1.3 Fiesta gear. Hold that wheel. He's holding it. I'm holding it. I need the toilet. We needed the suspense of the silence. You're yeah, one of these people that silence. can't do that. There was enough silence. Grit the wheel. What you been playing? I've been playing. A f- I tell you what. I tell you what. You better get me a t-shirt order because I finished Link's Awakening. You can order Finally. your own. How would someone order a t-shirt? They can go onto Comic Pictures on Instagram, or he- or head over to uh, Etsy. Yeah. Adam the artist. Comic the picture seventy nine. Very nice, and just have a browse. There's some great stuff on there. We're especially trying to push the T-shirt because we're really proud of the slogan. And um, what is the slogan? The man who finishes games. Wow! One more tattoo on your body in the small space you got left after yes. all the show's details have been scrawled Absolutely, across. Yeah, you. I the man like, who I look finishes. like Victor Zaz of Batman uh, villainy. The guy covered but in. Let tattoos. me ask you one question. You want to wear that T-shirt because what have you finished? Link's Awakening. Finally finished on the Switch. Uh, the remake, obviously. I had the original, as I've said before, and never got around to completing that when I was a youngster. But um, had the... Uh, <laughs> being told off for uh, not speaking into the mic like a true mm. professional. His chin's already on his chest and he's dribbling <laughs> like a good one. And we're what? Started strong, Six only downhill in. from here. Um, also, after finishing Link's Awakening, I'm just trying to mop up that switchback catalogue. I thought you were going to um, say gravy. <laughs> that as well. Yeah. Uh, with the switch. Yeah. Makes a good uh, dipping. Retro game. Wow, he does. He, he uses it. You know, when you finish your roast dinner and then you get the bread out and you just mop up all that gravy. That's what Retro Game of Thomas does with the switch. New listeners must know that Retro Game of Thomas is a loyal listener that we've incorporated a, in the show's yeah, law. He's a console cannibal. And you too, if you get involved in the community, will be featured and interwoven into the show like the Bayo Tapestry itself the lore the, the great bible of lore for this show all 50 pages all 800 <laughs> chapters <laughs> a page per chapter you told me anyway um, so browsing the switch uh, interface I was looking at what else I could try and finish and I remembered I got Astral Chain on there where I've got the prologue I finished the main game just wanted to get the prologue done haven't quite finished that because <laughs> I, I went back on and it's a for, it's quite a complex game uh with sort of devil may cry bayonetta action game platinum games they make some great quality um titles like that so i got got pretty whooped when i returned to that but managed to uh, get the hang of the controls again and clear a few more missions at the end uh probably four or five to go and that's the prologue done um one last thing 
I got a couple of wins on Apex Legends this week. Went back to that with a friend of mine, and we played some. Uh, well, played as a squad of three, as you do. We usually have pay to play for with a friend or pay for friend. Did you pay for this friend or is it? No, no, a real he's, he's legit. Human being, he's legit. Um, so yeah, we managed to pick up a couple of wins, which we're quite happy. Not on ranked, just on unranked, but um, Dunk we're working. Count. Well, don't care. Yeah. Just warm up games. We'll be pro soon. I never played it. Help me understand what it is. So, did you play Titanfall? No. Okay. So, it's done by Respawn Entertainment, and apparently it's set in the Titanfall universe. Enough of that. Tell me what I... Yeah, what boring, it is. Insert Apex okay. Legends noise here. What is it? Bigger Boys Fortnite, but in first person. Are you a Very human being or a robot? What are you? Uh, multiple characters. So, there's humans, and uh, I think there's only one robot, or maybe two robot characters at the minute. Oh. Uh, it's free to play. And I tell you what, for a free-to-play game, it's pretty awesome. It's really well made. It runs well and very rarely glitches. Very rarely get... How are they monetizing said game? Uh, Same way Fortnite does, really. Uh, But I've never felt the appeal to... like What, there's dances? A a new season started on it. Is there dances? Probably, I don't know. I don't look at that sort of stuff, to be honest. (laughs) Uh, Like skins and cosmetics, I've never really been fussed. Um, I do like the fact that there are characters you can unlock or buy because they do have different abilities a little bit not quite as in-depth as overwatch it's still very much a first person shooter at its core um but it's sort of unlocking those things is a bit more fair because you can do it by just playing the game uh, and i was quite pleased when i turned on to download season four pack for it i'd actually accumulated enough points to get the new character which was quite smart. Mm. So, uh, yeah, quite a nice week, really. Uh, but I'll ask you what you've been playing. Well, seeing as we're outside Farmerton Courthouse, we ought to keep this little bit outside brief, didn't we, before we go in we did, for the big yes, yes. hoo-ha inside. So what have I been playing? I'm proudly, or should be proudly, wearing the T-shirt, Tom, because throat chop on another Yakuza. Yakuza 4's gone down in a week. Done. How many hours is that, roughly? I've mainlined that one to be fair so is there an average for how long they usually take or are they very different per title yeah I think this one feels like it's mainlined quite quickly but okay I didn't really find it in 3 and 4 I've not found it that easy to stumble across the side missions in 0 Kiwami 1 and 2 um, they're much more accessible and immediately able to approach and engage in one whereas in this one it in three and four it's not felt as easy to get them going yeah uh so i've mainline sort i've really enjoyed it four playable characters uh some of the way this is woven together with the previous games is absolutely beautiful it sounds like they've really nailed that um interwoven story and and really pushing four um, has payoff and go from one and if you really want to think about it in this way, the yeah. prequel they did zero, uh-huh. zero, one, two, three, and then when four ends, it all comes together. Yeah. And uh, as it was all panning out in four, uh, Kazuma Kiryu was like, uh huh. And they were like, this is this has happened and this happened and this has all happened because of this. Like, <laughs> and I was the same. I was like, what? So I don't know at this point, over 100 hours to get to this. Um, nice, nice. So I've got five downloaded. Yeah, uh, and I'll 
rip through that so I'm uh -huh. excited to do that I don't know if I'll be doing that in a week but I've also been playing Nino Kuni on the PS3 now we talked about this didn't we just before the show and uh, I had the sequel uh, or spiritual sequel on the PS4 uh, last year and I was a little bit disappointed with it I couldn't quite get into it I didn't find the characters that engaging but probably because it's not new looking game with flashy visuals no it was it was a new game at the time I, I know I, but it didn't it didn't have that new feel for you did it is that why I suppose it felt quite traditional it's very JRPG but I've with loved, real time combat I've loved every second that I've played of it so far I have heard the Wrath of the White Witch is the best better game it's felt um, brilliant the the animations the characters done by Studio Ghibli I believe yeah impressive he's got his phone out he's googled it all yeah, yeah speaking prepared, more prepared this week no <laughs> need for edits uh, there's always going to be an edit <laughs> uh, uh, yeah absolutely loved it the fighting style and fighting mechanics everything that goes with that a uh, little bit more Kingdom Hearts on the PS2 uh -huh. a bit of a I bet you I bet you really want to just get that done to play 3 I know I would be but that's me, new and shiny. I've, uh, I'm still enjoying it. Yeah, I've just hit a brick wall, and I can't seem to get the right abilities to get through this next section, and I can't seem to quite get the the sort of timing right. It's always within a gnat's penis of like <laughs> being of doing this section that yeah. I'm stuck on. But you know, when you've played it, I don't know how many times to try and get through that part. It it's quite brutal, and because it's old school, where you it say resets you every time. Wow, it's mm. harsh. Yeah, where it where you talk about abilities, it, is it like element based that you have to attack a certain enemy with a certain? No, not really. There's and... just like different um, fighting methods you can use and different ways to flick the enemies up so you can get a chain going. Yeah, and sometimes you think, oh, okay, I'll do this, or you've you've come out of one section and you've got all your abilities assigned in one way. And then you get or a, a certain keyblade, and you think, okay, yeah, I, I absolutely just walked like a cape walk through that boss. Yeah. And then you get to another section, and you get your backside handed to you, mm. uh, much like I'm going to get in the courtroom battle. Uh, <laughs> and you're like, well, I can't work this out. Why is this? Well, I can't understand why this is. You go back, you change all the settings through, and you're like, right, okay, we'll sign that keyblade. We'll do this. We'll give Donald and Goofy these potions. We'll get those in their magic, and we'll, in we go. It, worse. Why? I don't understand why. So you go back change all these different settings up like in we go not much better why I can't understand why so like there are certain things that probably certain bosses are weaker to but yeah it, it's still quite a tough game you know mm. considering that's a Disney based game it's no cakewalk it's no cakewalk unless no, I'm not a very good gamer no as I, I get I older my gaming skills diminish no I don't think that's true uh, reflexes may be slow but maybe. maybe one more game I've been playing yeah, on the Vita, bought myself. It came sealed as well, so I was anguished. I was anguished. Do I open it? Do I not? 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 I don't know. So is this a rare game? Not a rare, as in the developer, a, a rare. I, I don't know actually. I, I was flicking around thinking of things that I could. I was thinking, I don't want a new game. I want a new game because the keeper strip. Oh mate, not like the minute. Soul sacrifice on the Vita. Yeah, um, the music's great. It's a little bit Demon Soulsy, I suppose. Okay. Um, it uses some of the Vita's touch elements. Uh, you're in a cell, and you don't leave the cell. There's yeah. a book with a face on it. Uh, you see one guy get absolutely fried by this evil sorcery. You're basically in these cages while he waits to come and kill you, basically. Yeah. 
and you're in a cell opposite or a cage opposite another guy, first thought that popped in my head, the the guy that was stuck in this cell, the, the it's made out of bone, mm-hmm. but they were far enough apart where the character's shoulders easily fitted through the gap. And I was thinking, why don't you just walk off? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> while I was thinking this, the evil sorcerer descended and just vamashed him. He was just destroyed. Yeah. But this book can speak. It's like, hey, hey, and you kind of move the bones with the touch screen. You're trying to move the bones off of yeah. it. And you get the book and you bring it forward and it sort of tells you that it's the story of a sorcerer. And you relive through him these chapters. It's a little bit like Monster Hunter stroke Demon Soul style. Okay. And you kind of, each chapter is you going through this sort of, first of all, like these series of tests as a sorcerer. And then further into it, you fight all these other monsters and other bits and bobs. It's quite tough. Yeah. Again, it might be me. I might not be very good at games, but <laughs> I, I actually think it's quite tough. Again, you do, assign. Do you find the controls a little bit more difficult on the handheld after going from the bigger controller? I know sometimes I just I say that because I find that on the Switch sometimes. Um. No, maybe yeah. some some of the finer finesse control that you yeah, have. Yeah, find to be a bit more is uh, a bit lacking on the. Uh, the but Switch. the game, I think, has been built to accommodate those controls. Yeah, sure. But anyway, as you beat guys, you get different spells that you can assign to different parts of your inventory, and as you get other weapons and bits and bobs or sort of spell weapons, you assign them to your arm. Yeah. Um, and as you get further in, you get both arms into the game. It's an interesting game. I'd implore someone to pick it up. It's cheap enough. Mm-hmm. I paid about twenty UK pounds delivered. Not bad. Not bad. Not cheap either. But it was brand new. Yeah, that's good. Uh, um, just to let the listeners know, obviously, this time of year, this for the new releases, it's always a little bit quiet. Um, but going into March and April, especially, it's going to pick up a bit. Um, and we're going to make sure we bring you some sort of previews of, of the, those games we're going to be playing. So you're talking Animal Crossing New Horizons, Doom Eternal, Final Fantasy VII Remake, uh, all the way into May for The Last of Us 2. So we're really going to be getting those titles and letting you know what we think. So if you're on the fence, you can maybe make a decision about getting some of those. So You're getting tuned. those in? I think I'm going to get all, the, all of those. Listed. Sold your firstborn online, have you? Well, yeah, I know. It's it's not easy, is it? But um, I've got my little side projects, haven't I? Treading the boards, lawyer work. I'm paid pretty handsomely for that. Well, I hope Lionel's uh, reimbursed you heavily he has. for today. Um, Tom, <laughs> are you done? Are we done? Yeah, I think so. Time for the news. It We've is. scoured the very darkest range of the internet to bring you the latest stories. First up, Tom. I'll take the first one if you want. That's why I say first up. Okay. Show same every week. Very good. <laughs> Always catching me out. But not in the feature this week, my okay. friend. Okay, I'm ready. First bit of news. Breath of Fresh Air. On an article published on Nintendo Life, psychologist Mikel Storer has come up with a solution to the over-addictive Battle Royale game, Fortnite. As many of you are aware, especially if you have children of a certain age, Fortnite is extremely addictive and can be costly also. So, Mr. Storer has said that for players to unwind and relax, they should try playing Zelda Breath of the Wild. His opinion of Zelda is that it's more common experience than the very competitive um, tropes of Fortnite and other such online shooters, uh, and should be encouraged to help adults and youngsters to overcome addiction to competitive online games. 
I've got to agree with that. George, young James is has this situation well covered, doesn't he? I think he owns both of those games, Fortnite and Zelda. Mm-hmm. How's that work out for him? He's not interested in Zelda. Is he not? He has to be forced with whips and coercion it. to play yeah. it. Left to his own devices... It'd just be on Fortnite yeah. all the time. I have to sort of steer him onto Breath of the Wild for a chill out or yeah. Mario Kart or whatever. So it's a, it's a good point made there, I think, about how different games can affect uh, our mental health or our, our mood um, and what we choose to play. Mm. So, yeah. Some very heavy news for... Yeah, I probably should have saved that till last, but I think Crikey. it's important. Um, you, uh, yeah. Set the show off on a sombre note. Uh, anyway, next bit of news. Well, this one's even more sombre. <laughs> oh, goodness. I tell you what, when me and James write the news, we're all good. But since me and him have to be in a circular radius away from you, you've done the news, and my goodness gracious me, we should have worn black. T-Virus. No, the other one. In case you were not aware, the coronavirus has infected 28,000 people in China. We are now a hard-hitting news show, people. <laughs> so sit down and put on your mask. Uh, and with this comes some possible delays. Now, you'll feel terrible if one of the listeners has actually contracted coronavirus, won't you? Say oh, sorry. Yeah. Say sorry now. I'm sorry if you have contracted that. Uh, and uh, 28,000 people infected in China. And with this comes some possible delays. Obviously, there being the... Uh, the manufacturing site of the world. Nintendo's delayed the Outer Worlds, which is due on the 6th of March, but now been pushed back to a vague, but to be announced, sadly, due to the virus outbreak. It's also rumoured that this could also affect the PS5 launch, as many electronics companies rely on manufacturers in China to help meet demand for new consoles and electrical items. Fingers crossed we don't have to hold up in the bunker. Um, I live in the bunker. And if the coronavirus hits, what with the way our relationship's gone recently... Me and Mumsy are going to lock you out. Really? Me, Mumsy, James, Lord Ponsonbury, in here, air looking filtration, out the, looking out going, the grilled window. All 4,000 subterranean levels of it, bowling alley, ice rink, maestro turbo, the whole bag of tricks, while we watch you sit outside and your body slowly eat itself. Uh, Is that my punishment for this um, very bad news oh, it's not It's not bad it's very serious news isn't it try and lighten the mood what's next up well I thought you were going to ask me if it if we were to contract the virus yes and it turned into more of a a T virus what video game weapon would you choose to defend yourself cerebral bore oh what a great choice my favourite weapon in video games oh mate I can't really beat that and you can make that I'm sure if you just uh, attached uh, a hole saw you know the circular hole saws that you yeah. use to a shotgun shell yeah you put some wings on it so it spans <laughs> you could just fire that off you'd have to say though cerebral bore as you fired it that's it wouldn't be the same would it I would probably go with the x-ray sniper gun from perfect dark it was basically a alien sniper that classic you see camper true that would be me <laughs> I'll be pinging shots at you lot in the bunker as well. Anyway, enough of that nonsense. Uh, We'll get to a new bit of news. Yes. New Ninjitsu. Mm. Developer Team Ninja is about to finish up on the excellent-looking Neo 2 ahead of its March launch. Uh, That's for the PS4. But in a recent interview, studio head Yasuki Hayashi said, I believe that a new console will bring new opportunities and we'd like to create a new game 
and a new intellectual property for the PS5. Exciting stuff. Maybe we could see a new entry in the Ninja Gaiden series, as been heavily rumoured, or an entirely new IP. Oh, please, a new IP. Every time. Ninja Gaiden's got its fans. Have you played Neo? Yes. I didn't I didn't overly like it, but I came to it after playing like Bloodborne and Dark Souls 3 and they just felt a little bit more refined. Um but I am looking looking at this Neo sequel. was super nails. Yeah. It's tough. Um but yeah, I, I do like the look of the sequel. Uh next bit of news. Oh, I see you want me to say this in Australian accent, so we'll give it my best shot. Bleeding good deal, mate. It appears the Xbox exclusive Bleeding Edge Ninja Theories multiplayer online combat game will not have microtransactions. Creative director Rani Tucker said that all the skins, stickers and other cosmetics will be able to be earned through just playing the game. This is great news for Xbox fans as this is looking like a great game to play with friends online. Sterling effort, McDundee. Nice to have you in the room. Mick Dundee, the host of the franchised Unofficial Controller Podcast Australian Edition. He does. If you listen in Australia, tune in. He's, <laughs> a, he's a great listen. He is. Tom, excellent. Well, on that, that note... That, that was the news. We, uh, we're in the feature. And uh, I think we should... Uh, oh, before on. we go What am I feature? doing? James writes the script. Listeners... Did we miss anything? It's because it's cold out here. I want to get inside oh, and, and get my backside okay. handed to me. Okay. Do we miss? Did we miss anything? Do you have an opinion or take on the news we missed? If so, Tom, how do the collected masses get in to- uh, contact with us and say that despite the coronavirus, they're playing the <laughs> PS5 right now? Well, as always, you can direct messages on Twitter or Instagram or reach us via email at questions at unofficialcontrollerpodcast.com. Please get in touch. It's always great to hear from you. Well, on this chilly February day, we're looking to move inside. So if we just push through the big doors, Tom. Uh, so here we are. This is the retro versus modern feature. Here we are, listeners. We're gathered in Farmerson's Courthouse. It's a bit noisy, isn't it, in here? Lord Ponsonbury has been wheeled in, sits with his wig on the big seat high above us. Tom, all eager, representing new, and me, hesitant, nervous, as I represent the old... Um. This is the case in session of retro versus modern, new versus old, tarnished versus shiny. It's my time to take the stand in the defence of retro. I think you best go first. So here I go. Your Honour, Lord Ponsilbury... Ladies, gentlemen, dear listeners, members of the jury, I've been called to mount the defence of retro. I'll be bringing witnesses to the stand after my piece in the defence of the old dog retro. So where to begin? It was George Orwell who wrote, The most effective way to destroy people is to deny and obliterate their own understanding of history. This is very true. Firstly, it must be said that children should be encouraged to play retro. Think of it this way. We, as older gamers, started off on pads with one direction <laughs> with one direction pad and three buttons, or in some cases, a joystick with one button. We've had the privilege to have been able to learn and grow as the systems of games have grown and become more complex. Why should children not get an understanding in the same way we have? 
Why not let them be at wonder with Sonic or an early Mario game at a time when gameplay mattered because graphics couldn't take centre stage? To experience the hobby without complications while they learn the basic premise of what a computer game is or can be. Tom, I'm nervous. Okay. No, if you're nervous, I'm very nervous because uh, I was expecting a whitewash here, and uh, you've come out with. It's two, all a little bit to kill a mockingbird, isn't it? You've come out with a uh, a flaming stick with barbed wire wrapped around I'll, it. Oh, quiet order. 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 Okay. A prime example of this is why let a child ride a trike or a bike with stabilizers. Surely the most modern vehicle out there, Tom is an electric car. <laughs> it's the most advanced form of transport. Surely they should be driving those at two years old, right? No assistance? Send them blasting down the A1. Ridiculous, Your Honour. Members of the jury, ridiculous. But you see my point. Secondly, having no appreciation of the journey doesn't help you understand the games and how they've grown. Surely a fan of lore such as Tom can understand that Mario's history is there to be played and still enjoyed. Who says that a download of a classic game can't be on new hardware? No one, Sir Pontlebury. No one. Today's games, and no doubt games Tom and other modern gamers champion, such as Link's Awakening or Shovel Knight and Hollow Knight, all could have ran on older, older. I'll start again. On older hardware, yet they adopt the older stylings of the 16-bit and 8-bit generations gone by. Are these games rubbish, Tom, Lord Pontlebury? Some of the most loved recent games have had retro stylings. In the case of Link's Awakening on the Switch in its current bloated form, runs worse than it did on a Game Boy that's over 30 years old. It's this appreciation of art that comes from having retro games. A connoisseur who concerns, consumes art rather than someone who throws a cheap poster on the wall because it looks cool. The modern gamers, as we call them, all want the latest graphics and move from one new thing to the next, casting aside the precious medium for the next big game often not getting the full mileage from a game and never revisiting it. Hours of work by development houses or indie developers pouring their hearts into text or a scene that many do not see, not for the retro gamer. They get the time to digest the games, let the hidden gems mature like fine wine to pull back from the shelf and enjoy. Here, I wish to divert to two points, Your Honour, if I may, nostalgia and collecting. Storing money in a bank is currently presenting a shocking return on investment, but consoles and retro games continue to rise in price. Last year's game for a pound tossed aside in a brutalistic trade for the shiny new thing is tomorrow's £40 retro game. Why not have a collection that can provide funds, providing your next generation with a nest egg, something that can be played and enjoyed with them while you're alive? Bond with those children or friends over games that gave you fun. Let them wonder at the basic enjoyment of it all while watching you smile as you get to relive your childhood with your children while they are children. Then when you're gone, your collection can be sold or curated like a museum for them and future generations to play. Objection, Your Honour. I, I, I need more time. Uh, I need to amend my documents. Um, uh, I, I'm having second thoughts about this. Uh, just give me, uh, just give me a, a moment. Nervous. May I continue, Sir Ponsilbury? Thank you. As I was saying, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, then further to the nostalgia point, Your Honour, we always in our minds look back. It's hard to look forward as who knows what will happen. Who misses gathering round a TV? 
pushing your mates physically as they cheat or put them off when they're on their stride to turn and look at each other. See that twinkle in their eyes, you both succeed on a level that you've been struggling with. Pulling the cord out if you're a bit good so you can get another point or goal back in that tight game. Modern gamers sit with mics muted, ceasing to engage in conversation. They're the kind of people that would rather text than call. Frightened little future people, Your Honour. Too scared to engage or lacking the social skills that technology has robbed them of. Retro gamers more often than not have to read text. Now, if it's not voice, the modern gamer skips those scenes, stilting their already weak vocabulary and conversational skills. Rising vinyl sales in the younger generation shows there's an appreciation for the physical copy, the original hardware, something to touch, feel, smell, reminisce. Modern is heading down the road of downloads and streaming. It's inevitable, Your Honour. I don't want that, Your Honour, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, but it's coming. Games are released that are broken, that they can patch, are becoming the norm. Why is that acceptable? Modern gaming is making us and developers lazy. You see, retro has so much to offer. I could go on, but I have witnesses to call. But before I do, imagine this. Would the saying or namesake of our own very show exist without retro? The idea of sitting with the unofficial controller while the bigger siblings on the genuine bigger boys pad. A life-defining experience for all gamers. Would you want to rob that from tomorrow's gamers? I think not. I rest my case. My first witnesses. Do you want to read out the statement for Danny Place? I will be reading my statements of, of my witnesses, so I, I believe you should do yours. Huh? Okay, well, first witness in the box, Danny Plays. She says, it has to be retro for me. I pick up new releases often, but nothing beats the PS2 or GameCube for me. The retro libraries are so vast too even that it's old. I apologise, Danny Place. I shall read that again. The retro libraries are so vast, even though it's old, I'm always finding something new or interesting, she says. I don't know what it is, but there is a certain charm to retro that can't be captured now. I'll um I'll help out with the some of these comments because there are quite a few. Okay. It's great. Thank you for the feedback. It's been jo all joking aside. Retro versus modern has been uh, a very well-received topic. Yeah, a great talking point. And I think, um, more joking aside, I think you've done a great job of uh, pushing the retro there. And I'm getting nervous. Okay, so, uh, well, into the listener box. New. New listener, Greg Plays Retro. What's he got to say? He agrees with uh, Danny Plays and says she puts it perfectly. I play the PS4 complete a game and I'm straight back on my PS1, PS2, Xbox or N64 and I get so much more excitement from playing them Ooh. that's an interesting Tom, point another new, lis new listener to welcome to the show this plenty is this week, yeah. gaming crazy 2019 I do play both but I'm pulled a lot more toward retro gaming I find retro games are more enjoyable and a lot less messing around for example, pick up and play without a 20-minute tutorial. My favourite systems are SNES and Mega Drive, but coming back to current systems, I do play PS4. Favourite game, God of the War, God of War, uh, and most fighting games such as Mortal Kombat. The retro side of things, he says, which in my opinion is better as I can sit and play a dozen different titles on the Mega Drive in one night and have a great time. But if I'm playing a current game, I'll only play one game due to the depth of the game. I'm not saving, saying that current systems are bad, I'm saying that today's games are made on a very large scale to the point 
you won't play as many titles in one year as you would on a retro system. Good point. If you don't mind committing your game time to one game, then there's no problem. But I wonder how many current game players out there have rows of games on their shelves they haven't played due to being focused on the one title. The other thing I'll mention is how many current game players have left a game alone for a while, gone back to it, and forgotten how to play. Tom, another new listener. Before we uh, actually... If these people are thinking to themselves, oh, 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 this is interesting. I wish I could have waded in and commented. How can they comment on this number one gaming podcast? Well, as many as, if, uh, as you do, you go onto Instagram and you comment on that feature of the week, uh, whatever that may be. And this week was obviously Retro versus Modern Gaming. Uh, don't feel Instagram's the only way, though. We have a Twitter account, which you can direct messages on there. And you can also email us at questions at unofficial controller podcast Lord Ponsonbury played a king's ransom to secure that IP for us so he did let's have some emails folks uh, anyway digital monkery new listener they say since I've become a parent I've gone back to retro more as I just don't have the time or inclination to play anything too involved now it's a very common thing that happens to a lot of us I'd rather spend 20 minutes doing the same levels of Streets of Rage I've done hundreds of times than spending that time galloping across an open world on the back of a horse to collect a piece of paper so that someone can send me uh, to find something else. Also find controls for newer games to be unnecessarily complex. Much prefer a simple two to three button job uh, with a D-pad. Also think that save games have taken a chunk of the challenge away from gaming but yeah, accepts the trade-off with the size of modern games such as Super Mario Odyssey for an example yeah that's a good point isn't it about um, the save feature even to the point where the new mini retro consoles have put in save features because I just think people would really struggle I also think uh, where they say about the galloping back and forward across the map there's a lot of that going on in modern games just to stretch it out a little bit I know I know, retro yeah, games are definitely. necessarily hard to stretch the game out of their yeah. four levels so they're <laughs> absolutely brutal um, but yeah and I think most of my witnesses so far have done an absolute sterling uh, job OPCSO Ross Kemp must have took the uh, witness statements down uh, one more our own Adam the Artist Comic Picture 79 he says Retro's cool. I've been playing since the Atari uh, 2600 and the Commodore C16 and had at least one machine from every generation. Some of my fondest gaming memories come from those games that shape what I like about shape what I like about games now and why I still play them. It's easier for us older guys to be impressed by the leaps every generation because we remember the things like Jet Set Welly or Jet Set Welly, Jet Set Willy mm-hmm. or Elite with its wireframes. That probably why, for me at least, modern games come up trumps. It's just so impressive to immerse yourself in the stuff they can do now. Even low-res and low-poly games look awesome. Indies still have a big emotional impact, and the games with the most advanced graphics just blow me away. That's all thanks to the legacy of the older systems, many of which are still great to play on and collect for today. As I said, nostalgia can be a funny thing and make you think something was better than it was. That's not always the case, especially with games that have a distinct art style. The SNES Classic Mini, for example, is cool, but the PlayStation Mini sucks the big brown one, he says. Um, <laughs> as always, yeah, I can agree with some of that. Not good emulation. But not all of that. Whatever fits my case best, insert here. <laughs> uh, noise. Okay. Who's uh, next? I'll, I'll, I'll take the last one and then you can uh, lead us into the next part of the feature. Okay. Uh, the Chronicles of a Gamer. 
Also got a, a great little page on Instagram. Go check him out. Yes, definitely. His reviews are second to none, if you ask Very me. Very nice. He yeah. is a man, Tom. Who knows a lot. That finishes games. Oh, he is, yeah. And he is the proud owner of a man who finishes game shirt. He is, looking very dapper. All the way over in the good old US of A. I think he's from, is he from Brooklyn, New York? Somewhere in the big smoke of the of the New York yeah. metropolis. The Chronicles of a Gamer. To be honest, I love retro gaming since that's what I grew up with in the 80s. However, modern gaming is where it is at. I'll take my PS4 over NES, Sega Genesis and Super Nintendo any day. Um, the quality and content are obviously better and the games are absolutely amazing in every aspect. Retro gaming is great, especially for nostalgia purposes, but modern games will always be better. I'm looking forward to the PS5 and even excited for the Xbox fans with their new console. Modern games will keep pushing the envelope, giving us gamers amazing new games all the time. With that, here's my f- he was my first witness. Boom, straight in there, promoting the good ways of modern gaming and burying the retro tat down in the layer pit. Well, I think uh, with your law degree, you've missed the initial opening statement, to be honest. Oh, I need to I have my fanfare. I've got to come in yet, don't you he worry. He says, to be honest, I love retro gaming. He's a fence sitter, but in the end, he sees the light and goes with the modern gaming. Okay, well, Lord Ponsonbury, with that, I call objection to Tom claiming Chronicles of Gamer as his witness. <laughs> He's my witness. Uh, and with that, sir, I conclude my retro uh, defence. And let's welcome in from local law firm... <clears throat> Lionel Lawyer's young prodigy, Tom. You can write this stuff, Tom, but you can't say it. Young prodigy, Tom Liberace McKellen, the hotshot lawyer with an appetite for panto, kicking the desk in furious anger <laughs> and mediocre acting. <laughs> That's roles. me kicking those little doors open we've got down here. Oh, is that what it I'm is? I'm through. I'm in. I'm here in the defence of liberty of modern gaming and liberty, in case you've forgotten. It's a modern gaming's right to breathe. George, you want the truth? You can't handle the truth. Now the film quotations are out of the way. Time for me to crush this case and be home for Egg and Soldiers. <laughs> modern gaming at its core is an unstoppable whirlwind of forward thinkers and new ideas spinning in sync with visuals and gameplay innovation. You cannot stop this juggernaut, an art form from progression, the only logical steps are forward not back how will our children and our children's children forge memories and nostalgia of their own if all we promote is keeping retro and trying to relive the glory days gone by we may mock Fortnite and other massive online multiplayer games but that's how it's done now gone are the nights of being huddled around a screen you and three friends with sweets crisps and VHS from Blockbuster with only the weekend to think about it's hard but we must not let the modern gaming culture continue to allow new, exciting ways for the next generation of gamers to enjoy. And I say to the jury, just remember, we always fear what we don't understand. I'll call my expert witness. Witnesses. Witnesses. I've yeah. got a few. Up first, we've got Kaichu97. Welcome back to the show. Welcome back. Or welcome to the courtroom. Modern all the way, she, she says. I'm correct, she's a she, isn't she? That's correct. Amber. I, I remember I remember reading a comment, thank you. Uh, I could never go back to older games because of how good the graphics are for games nowadays. 
But then again, I'm not that old yet, so I didn't really play many retro games to begin with. Next up, we've got Mr. Nintendo Fan. He wants you to say this in Mexican. In Mexican. Mexican? In Mexican. Where's that? Why can't we have both? <laughs> Hey, I think are we going to get done for like racial stereotypes? You are. I am. <laughs> and I like the way you, you highlight how awesome it is to huddle around a screen with three friends with sweets, Chris. Yeah, but those VHS times have passed. Those times are gone. Gotta let them. Every week we get a VHS out of Stingray Spoo. Every was week your we idea. gather around WrestleMania I want my Blu ray 4K HD 3D. How good's the latest, how good's the latest uh, SmackDown game? Dreadful. Okay. Dreadful. What's the best wrestling game of all time? Your Honour, I object to his <laughs> pushing of, what would your of, answer of be? childhood overruled, memories on me. Overruled. Overruled. What would your answer no be? No mercy. Your Honour? On the Nintendo 64. Your Honour, I, I, I challenge Tom to bring... Your Honour, George, answer me this. If No Mercy was to be remastered on the Switch or any of the next-gen consoles, it would be considered the best wrestling game of all time because it would have modern graphics and modern gameplay. And once again, as always, they have to go down to the well and get a deep bucket (laughs) from Nostalgia (laughs) Avenue to make it any decent. Your Honour, we'll move on. Boba Loba's up next. He's a good man and he always backs me up. He well, he's got a t-shirt he, now, so he's, his comment's been bought. <laughs> Your Honour, <laughs> I, uh, I challenge the validity of Obelova's comment okay. this week. I'm in both camps for this one, he says. I spend the majority of my gaming time on current gen, usually bouncing between two or three games depending on my mood. It's so easy to pick up the Xbox One controller wherever it is in the room, press one button, turn everything on and be playing within a couple of minutes. The perks of a digital library. However, retro games are great for a nostalgia hit. And they're a lot of fun to collect, although it's becoming an expensive hobby. I love having all my old consoles on display. They look great, and they're a great conversation starter when folks come to the house. I ended up having a conversation with a plumber recently about the Mega Drive while he was fixing a toilet. He might have commented the month next month. This is great. It is good. I just, I just imagine the plumber upside down. Water, you bend like bashing him on the head, face, and he's like, Oh, yeah, I had a manga drive. Yeah, it's great to see how far games have come, and it's often hilarious showing the kids what we grew up with. Exactly, case in point, right there. I've got all the buzzwords of the courts. Yes, it's easy to say the graphics today are incredible and so realistic, but haven't we said that with every generation? Another man backing me up, Fins the gamer, he's just rolled in. Although he makes his living off uh, selling retro games down at his uh, Finster I'll be careful store. here because Finster the Gamer, PCSA Ross Kemp says Finster the Gamer's witness statement could go either way. Oh, he's a fence sitter. I might cut. Okay. Well, no, he's not at all. Why don't you take this one? Ah, Finster the Gamer. Nostalgia is not only having fond memories of a thing, but who uh, who we are in relation to that thing at the time. Oh, you know what? I've, I've probably overthought this comment more than I should, but that's very deep. He's obviously the. Not only does he run the gaming shop in the village, uh, as all the hardcore have been waving into the show, he's also a philosopher. Anyway, For our time. As much as we have great memories of games, you can never recreate them, as we cannot... Uh, forgive James is typing here. 
we <laughs> <laughs> uh, what we know and we revert back to the wonder of experiencing something for the first time games have come a long way uh, out we have evolved with them as people and so in question modern versus retro or I would say modern every time nothing is currently better than what is currently the best if the question was now versus then however my answer would be then as growing up with the evolu evolution of gaming uh, the amazement of the technology the more you see what's possible I like the spin he's put on it because he's talking about it's a nostalgic feeling would be better I've brutalised his quote to make it work for me you have a little bit <laughs> but I will agree your honour with a little bit of that but not all of it you're taking my catchphrases now I am if the court's not in session next week with the... They don't call me the Ric Flair of the well, soliciting world for nothing. Next though. week, you're back in court representing yourself against James the Work Experience Boy. <laughs> not <laughs> this again. Oh, yes. The week after, you'll be seeing me in court for theft of my of catchphrases. catchphrases. Yeah. Okay, I'll see you there. The legal fees, uh, it's a good job we, we make so much profit from this podcast. Oh, right, yeah. Well, slow down. Well, I do. Slow down. The paper you're reading this script on is bought with the very last of the petty cash. Ah, always with the retro comments. The film comments. At least my films were done in the noughties. Well, I think they were. No, 90s, actually. Whoops. Happy, if happy. If a console from the 90s gets a nostalgic... Addressing properly. Lord Ponsonbury. If a console from the 90s... Gets a nostalgic throwback mini console. Yes. Does that mean that Tom's argument for modern is is also retro? Is also retro and therefore flawed. Once again, Your Honour, I I stand down. I stand you down. need to rest your case. <laughs> like the Undertaker rests in pieces. Happy, happy joysticks. I'd say both, but I grew up near the start of gaming. I can see how younger gamers have no love for retro games as they don't have the nostalgia for them like us older gamers. Excellent point. And honestly, the games would seem primitive compared to today's games. Really enjoy the newer, mostly indie games that look retro but play more modern, with all the quality of life improvements it's taken years to get. But each to their own. And gaming is big enough for you to enjoy whatever you want to and find others that enjoy the same games my gaming space I'll also do his shall I do his you better because he's another fence sitter oh, oh, my gaming space says I sit on the fence uh, love modern racing sims and first person but retro is the only way if you want to play a good old platformer yeah nice little point but he's still not I, I want people who are 100% backing me okay Dougie McBain, I could always rely on him, surely. Yes. I've always preferred retro games for nostalgic reasons. However, sometimes your memories are best left in the past. There we go. Because when you play a game after 20 years, it's not always how you remember and can tarnish those great memories. Gaming has come a long way since the early generations of gaming. So some games can be feel a little basic when you compare it to modern equivalents. It's easier to remember the good old days because there were so many firsts back then. I think that's why indie gaming has become so popular now because they are trying new concepts and experimenting with games. Your Honour, Your Honour, Your Honour, I want to just ask one question. One question. And I, I want to call Shade 
I want to cross-examine the witness, Doogie McBain, if I may. Okay. What's Doogie McBain's son called? What's his first name? What's his... Game Boy. Game Boy. A retro system. One that we've done a history of, Tom. Well... He must love retro because he's named his own son's first name. Maybe he called he's him a Game boy, boy who plays games, so Game Boy. I slither like a snake in this courtroom. <laughs> you will not catch me. Next, I'll take the next one. Now, this you'd think would be my star witness, but the console serial killer has turned coat, and he's he's fallen to the dark he's side. He's fallen to the dark side. Uh, PCSO Ross Kent must have un- unshackled the face mask because he says, being a collector, I play and collect both. But my modern stuff is where I head to the most, if I'm honest. But I appreciate every aspect of gaming as I've grown up right through all the generations. So I appreciate the limits that some companies pushed each generation. For example, my favourite port of R-Type is the Spectrum version. Whereas the most people would look at that game and system think it's rubbish. Uh, graphics, but I realised how hard it was to port to the specy. So to sum it all up, I love all gaming. Another thing, you can't beat the vintage matured flavour of retro circuitry. You better get his face mask on. We don't want him eating anything in the in the courtroom. He's, don't worry, he's been carried away. In closing, Your Honour, do we really wish to go back to a time when if a game ran badly, it did so forever? Now we've got patches and updates to truly deliver games as they were envisioned by their developers. So let retro stay as what it has become, a hobby about buying and selling, collecting and critiquing, because we're moving forward, and like history, retro is there to learn from and improve on. Thank you to the jury, and I hope you think on your decision carefully. Oof, Tom, well, uh, if we... Head back outside um, and let them deliberate. So I don't, I don't think we'll get an answer today on a who's... quick call to arms. Another one. You've you've heard the feature, you've heard our cases. We want to know tomorrow, or the next day, or whenever you listen to this episode. Just chime in on our Instagram post about this latest episode. Just leave a comment. Were you after modern you... or retro? After just one word. Mused. Let them. Off the back, not just how they're feeling, but off of listening to the show. After they've listened to the show, they need to muse on all the witness statements and evidence. Think about what's been said. And then come back. Think about who your favourite is. Everyone's favourite. You're everyone's favourite. No one's going to just put randomly retro to support me, are they? The face that runs the place. The body that's a disgrace. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. You know, good. all right, I'm got a quiver full of them. The show horse, not the workhorse. Okay, well, we've made our way out of the courtroom. We have. Uh, let the jury take some time to think about that, and we'll let the listeners think about that. So the call to arms this week, the main call to arms, is for you to like and share onto your story, our post, anything about it direct everyone to the pages instagram or wherever tell all your friends get your granny on the phone go as far as to take your workmate's phone download the podcast subscribe like five stars all that good stuff do whatever you can to put his phone away put it back in his bag pretend you were never there clear the search history so you don't know what you were looking at either (laughs) no not that (laughs) or that 
I wasn't even thinking about that. Uh, <laughs> slip his phone back in his bag next to his cup of soup. Leave it downloading every episode of the Unofficial Controller Podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, CastBox, Podchaser, wherever you found this show. All that good stuff. Tom, not only were you quaking in fear after I mounted a a pretty sterling defence of retro, but I've got a funny feeling based on the witness statements, the jury ain't going to be swayed. Uh, it's time for your favourite part of the show, Listener Stingray. When the big man makes a house call, you had better be ready. These guys got in touch to show us their pick up some Stingray's boot. You can too. Just hashtag Stingray's boot on Instagram or Twitter or email us questions at unofficialcontrollerpodcast.com. Tom. So, how do they. Obviously, the boot is back. How do the new listeners, they want to know what this is all about, where okay. do they need to head to so they can look as we go? Yeah, so go onto your Instagram search engine, hashtag Stingray's boot. Click on recent, and you'll see the very first post is from my gaming space. Over 1,600 posts. That's pretty impressive. Under hashtag Stingray's boot. But these days. obviously, the boot's back. We've made a few little changes. We're going to really try and stick to that rule of no multiple readouts because otherwise the list he makes will go and on and on. Rules. These ones are sticking. Who's first up? Stingray's been round his house. It's my gaming space, and he's got a. Oh, he's appealing to me. He's got some. Uh, PS3 games, Dead Rising 2, Dead Island, L.A. Noir. PS4 has got Battlefront and Battlefield. That PlayStation 2 Episode 3 Revenge of the Sith game is actually pretty good. Well, is it a new game? It's not. It's a, it's a, a slightly old game. Hmm. Yeah. He's also got the classic uh, Forza Motorsport 3 on the 360. And he's got the awesome Sega GT 2002 on the original Xbox and... Splinter Cell Chaos Theory on the Xbox. Very nice. Uh, Radbash Gaming up next. He's got himself a couple of uh, Supernatural Funko Pops. Nice. Here he is. Sega Junkie. He can't help himself, can he? He's a pristine Mega Drive case. He's got Toe Jam and Earl, uh, Escape for Planet Funkatron. He's got the blue copy and he's got the. Uh, he's got it all, and he's just got everything. Next up, it's the Immortal Game Boy Matty. Look at that. That ever-burgeoning Yakuza collection. Impressive. And he's got a VGA cable for his Dreamcast. And Game Boy Matt's father's yeah. also picked up a monitor he's to get one of your favourites there as well. L.A. Noire. I actually think that that might be out of his uh, pickup box that we sent oh, him for being the first excellent. person in the boot wearing some unofficial controller merch. Next up, Ash Games Room. Got uh, Grand Theft Auto 3 on the PlayStation 2. Can you remember the first time you ever sort of played or saw that? On the PS2, oh, my it was a game changer. Yeah. It was definitely. Uh, no one lives forever. That was a sort of funny take on like the camper James Bond titles, yeah. wasn't it? And back before uh, everyone had internet to download, <coughs> you had to get some arcade games on a disc. <laughs> arcade yeah, unplugged that was very from random, the 360. Yeah, um, where we at? They've been well, Retro Rad Life '91. Oh, sharing. Found this podcast earlier in the week due to the history of the Game Boy episode. Well worth a listen and subscribe. Thank you for that retro underscore life ninety one. Yeah. And as I said to you, welcome to the family. Welsh game hunter up next. He's got Street Fighter Five Spec Arcade Edition. He's got Force Unleashed, Steelbook, and Azura's Wrath, a very awesome PS3 game. What's that all about? I'm not exactly sure, but it's like done in like. I've a, heard it's quite good. It is good, yeah. It's hard to explain. It's like okay. a sort of 
manga style game I suppose but uh, yeah next up you can see our um, village artist comic picture 79 he's uh, got a bat girl or bat woman he's got his early work and then uh, a redraw uh, just to show sort of just how far he's come as oh, a, an he's, artist he's awesome, excellent work um, OG Gamer 550 he's got the sniper collection all on PS3 mm, that looks nice yeah He's got quite a few, so I have to scroll through. Harvey Retro, one of my all-time faves from the PlayStation 2. Uh, Metal Gear Solid 2, Sons of Liberty. He's got a question here. Let's pose that question. What's your favourite Metal Gear Solid game? Ooh. What's your favourite? You're going to a desert island. What are you taking? I'd have you? to go with five if I was going to a desert island because it it has so much re- replayability because of the different ways you can approach. We're the, not in the courtroom uh, anymore situations yeah so I'll go for five quick answer <laughs> um, where are we at next keep going we'll do Radbash Gaming as we pass he's got a Pac-Man uh, was it a money box some Laffy yeah. Taffy some Pop Funkos PUBG John Wick he's got a Zelda Amiibo nice. uh, is that, was that the Link's Awakening Zelda Amiibo yes yeah. it is uh, well he's here Sharaban 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 He's got, uh, he's the got a Raiden. Raiden collection, hasn't Raiden. he? Raiden. Always yeah. nicely displayed as always. Yeah. He's posted that picture allegedly from space. Very nice. He's Witch Doctor style one voodoo of the first, uh, appearance. One of the first gaming Instagrammers to go to space. New booter. Trident underscore edge. He's posted mm. up a picture of Rez on the PlayStation Ooh, 4. Oh, that plays like in VR. Very good, I'd imagine. Yeah. Almost ahead of its time. Very cool. Retro Collector Ray with a, a very pristine looking Pokemon Blue Ooh, yes. on the Game Boy. Look at all Another that. game like GTA 3 where the first time you play it you felt you were playing something truly different from anything that had come before. Finster Gamer, not only was it his birthday. Happy birthday Finster Gamer for the other day. I hope you had a good one. But it was also his anniversary. 13 years. What an absolute legend. Isn't it? Hopefully too old to die yeah. young achievement unlocked reach level 32 I like that um, he's handsome GTA. he's handsome scoundrel isn't he he is he's even got his, his own, own merch. merch wow that's awesome I wish and he's I got a bigger that. boy tattoo on his hand as well unless that's a stick on one no that's definitely legit he's the real deal do you reckon he's in Fince the Games there people come in trading the pom- yeah. pompo funks as pompo I was about to call <laughs> Um, Maybe they're the non-legit version. That I really does. like his uh, GTA San Andreas birthday card as well. Impressive. Uh, the Barbaroo Games. Here we next. go again. Fantavision, Half-Life on the Xbox. Forgot that even came out on that. Yeah, Legaya nice. 2. Fantavision. You're the Barbaroo Games, the longest, most lawless serving fan of the show. Fantavision, your launch game on the PS2, Tom? Well, it's only right we mention the big man. Um, and we're, uh, we just want to say we're not going to go into details but we're thinking of you and your family yes we are and I think all the listeners that know they're, they're with the Zillas hearts and minds yeah so we wish a speedy recovery and uh, we hope it raises a smile that you know the boot's back hopefully because um, look he's been contributing to this boot loyally without fail he's got uh, what, what's a he, rare what, selection what's, of things what's he doing Tom you've got one catchphrase on this show I'm doing it do Let's it. Let's get into it. Do it. Daddy Zilla's cooking up a storm. What sort of storm? One that looks like about 
945 degrees. Cooking up a retro storm. You wrote that line. I made What's the rules. I break the rules. What temperature does he need to cook this uh, retro stuffle pack? 937 degrees. Something like that. That's awesome. What's yeah. he got here? He's got some bendy figurines. He's got some Bears merch. I'll tell you it's what the most cool. important thing he's picked up. Garfield stuff. He's got right. a Garfield book. Life to the fullest. His 34th book. Garfield's done some books, he has. He's not a bad orange moggy, is he, really? He's not. He's also got the interesting hardcore ECW revolution. He has. He's picked up some uh, Joy-Cons there as well. Are they unofficial yeah, Joy-Cons uh, or are they legit? No, I think they're legit. I don't think they do any third-party ones. Um, that's quite a good price. Yes, they do. Do they? I've seen them about. Oh, Ray's edition. I'm breaking the rules here. Dugan McBain's <laughs> put in. He's not a fan of Arsenal, seemingly. Got to open my that birthday e- early. Sorry. That hardcore ECW Revolution video he's got. Is that the one where me and you were fighting in um, the backstage brawl of uh, Farmerton Village Hall Daddy Zilla if he's pretty got sure vi- we're in that one look at the tape there's not much on that video is there no <laughs> definitely not Dugan McBain has well, got well do you himself. think actually that that video is a promo video for the game because a claim presents ah uh, yes I think you might be right that's why it's not a long video uh, Dugan McBain has got himself an Arsenal football shirt, which I happy sh- birthday to another listener, Dugan McBain. Yeah, happy birthday. Known more famously across the wider internet as the father of the retro-loving Game Boy Master. <laughs> okay, uh, not a fan of that that colour shirt or that club, but I like the uh, sponsor. Okay, I, and as a Dreamcast fan, yeah, I love what he's doing there. Yeah. Mark Garage Gamers, welcome back to the boot. He's picked up. Oh, I think this was mentioned in his latest video. He's picked up a um, Mega Drive and a nice looking Tasmania. collection there. Tasmania, yeah, Bubsy, Cool Spot, Colden Axe, Colden Axe. Colden Axe. Yeah, it's, it's like the, the cold. The uh, I was going to say like the Monster Hunter Iceborne DLC. You pack. had a chance to fry me on I air did, and you blew uh, I it. Slipped. Retro Visions, bringing in some of that very old retro goodness. It's always got these ancient games that I know nothing about. Schooling you like you need to be. The Barbaro games. Again, you're getting a double readout. Oh, he no, makes the rules, he breaks the rules. Popful Mail on the Mega, on the Sega CD. Game, Game Racer. Game Racer. He's got some uh, YouTube videos going up, but he looks like he's yeah. going to be talking about some uh, Amiga games. My eyes fail me. I think they might be Skid Marks, Lotus 3, Boogie Boy. He's also done a video where he's got this uh, uh, SCART to RGB adapter. So I'll be checking oh, that out to nice. see how it works out because it seems to be a pretty cool answer to uh, getting the old games on the new TVs. It wouldn't be the boot without him. Oscat TV has got himself um, some very. Oh, yes. What are they? They, I think they're called katanas. Let's just see what. You yes, get. the the katana wireless controller. I think they were bit of a rip off of the Wave Bird from Nintendo, but what came Ooh. first? Question mark. Question mark. Question Definitely mark. The Wave Bird. Oh, I, I bet. Uh, cool looking wireless controller using the uh, DualShock layout. So that'll be very cool. 
Uh, well, the, we're nearly at the turn of the wheel, and I think we'll give him a multiple readout because he deserves, uh, it, he deserves he? it this week. What's he got? Uh, Daddyzilla. He's got the Resident Evil Wii games with a couple of nunchucks. He's got the Wii Mario steering wheel, um, Terminator Dawn of Fate. He's got Grand Theft Auto Liberty City. Uh, that's Grand Theft Auto 4. Liberty City Stories. Oh, it's the DLC one. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, what's that compass from? Where are we looking? Uh, fourth picture across, I think. I just recognise that compass. I think it's a compass. I can't well, tell you what it's from. It's probably Pirates of the Caribbean or some taff, isn't it? <laughs> well, that's the boot. A nice week. Yes. Thank you for all your contributions. Yeah, that's all the dips in the boot for our listeners. Don't forget to hashtag Stingray's boot or email us for your pickups to be read out. Tom, what's the law of Stingray? What's he been up to this week, seeing as we've been doing retro versus modern? What's he been up to? Well, he's stayed very clear because we've been at court and you know how he gets when he goes near that place. It's yes. all shaky and you don't usually see the Ray like that. No. no he's nervous. <laughs> he's nervous. He's that. only been once and once was enough for him. What was that, for custody over Wayne Ray or? Oh, they twice then. Yeah, because Trace Ray's not the birth mother of up Wayne. up against the big boys, the, uh, the copyright theft. The Federation yeah, against copyright. Those, those guys. Fact. Fact. I don't. I don't know. It's not in the law because it was deemed. Too, I think it probably too, uh, was private. a bit shady because I, I I heard on the the streets on the I heard on the streets that uh, you talked him into letting you represent him. And I did a sterling job, but he's still around, isn't he? He had to change his don't name. You, he <laughs> had to change his name from whatever it was before to Stingray. Well. In some That's sort of legal dodge. There we go, we've got a new bit of law, and I think that law's pretty good. I think that'll stick. <laughs> After your What failure, was he known as, though? We'll Listeners, never. one day you may find out. Well, we'll, I don't think we'll ever know. I think we might be able to. I might like to smoke. His real name. He, no, he made his own name disappear. Did he? People who knew him all of a sudden forgot. Don't forget, Stingray is beyond anything that you can comprehend. Well... Even though he avoided the court, he's managed to. Uh... Oh yeah, that's him now. Oh, headlights gleaming, tearing up, spinning. His hand, oh, his hand braked. He's come to a stop right in front of us. I don't think he's going to get out of the car because he wants a quick getaway. But he's reached down amongst the cigarette butts. Is a remote boot pull. Oh, and there flashy. It, it opened in front of us, listeners. There you go. It's time for a peek in what we affectionately call Stingray's boot. What's nestled between some counterfeit nappies and a dodgy copy of Battlefriend all this week? So these are the new release highlights for the week February 3rd to February 7th, 2020. Listeners, these are out on digital, physical, or will be by the time this podcast in your feed, but could be, it could be, region dependent. First up, we've got Dawn of Fear on the PS4, February 3rd. Alex, a young man who sings to draw and always carries his notebook decides to go to study fine arts away from home. Wait. Fa- Stop. Sorry, I, I always cut you up. That's okay. Like a like a stingray on his way to his next uh, <laughs> delivery. But, you know, hazard lights on. New listeners are wondering, what, 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 what what's all this? Before we dive further in, okay, we need to let them know that we pick a mummy mummy. Yeah, we pick our favourite game. It's called the mummy mummy because we ask uh, Mumsy, who is our... our Mother. Matra, matron, mother. I don't know. Why are you confused? She's our mum. 
We've probably got different fathers, right? Because that's the way it is. The Sterling thing I gave in there, I wonder if maybe my father was a hotshot lawyer. Probably turns out it was a milkman, plumber, (laughs) baker, candlestick maker. Yeah. It's a little bit of a bugger's model, as they call. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I'm a little bit of everybody in the village. Who knows? We, um, we'll never know, we'll will never we? Know. We'll never know who our real father is. Sorry, carry on explaining what we do. I don't know what we do anymore. Yeah, we, we each pick a favourite out of the new Oh, releases. yes, and it's our mummy mummy, because it's the one we beg mummy to take home out of the boot every week. And we pick a VHS. And we pick a retro VHS to take home. Have you decided on your VHS? I'll come up with one. Uh, next up, we've got The Dark Crystal, based on the um, Jim Henson... The, the, the new series that's on Netflix which was uh, quite popular I understand oh, a retreading of something old yeah ah <laughs> oh, he's uh, I'm, I'm doing myself up like a kipper <laughs> the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance Tactics PC PS4 Xbox One and Switch February 4th you didn't finish Dawn of Fear meh in the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance Tactics you will lead a fledgling resistance of Gethling against their oppressive overlords a Skeksis across more than 50 unique turn-based tactic RPG battles. Along the way, you will recruit and customise new allies by assigning them jobs, modifying their abilities and outfitting them with equipment to ensure victory with 15 playable characters, including familiar faces from the classic film. The what? And the new... The what? The, what? the new, because it's new and modern, Netflix original <laughs> series. You build your own teams and devise winning strategies to overthrow the rule of Skeksis. Do you know? Do you know? Do you know who's going to like that? Who? Loyal but silent listener. Because he doesn't like to comment about other shows. Colin Moriarty loves uh, tactics games. Does he? Yeah, Ogre's Tactics, Final yeah. Fantasy Tactics, all that. I bet he'll like. I understand that. he he listens to me specifically to improve his show I think he listens to the show to make him feel better about his show <laughs> infinitely better why <laughs> like a country mile oh give away these okie cokies we are and good or as podcast. he would probably call them Mickey Mouse he wishes Monster Energy Supercross 3 on the PC PS4 Xbox One and Switch and the Stadia February 4th get used to that Race with the official Future riders from 250SX and 450SX on the official tracks, Daytona included, to experience one of the most spectacular and entertaining racing competition can I ever. Have, can I have a go, or is this, you, you yeah, you the, is this you resetting the legal balance where you get to speak more yeah. than I do, and I did that yeah, big diatribe, just, so yeah, I have to sit back and say nothing get me, for the rest of the show. I've got to get my pennies worth in. Okay. Well, you're paying for it, so I thought you'd want my best work. <sighs> Lord Ponsbury is technically paying for it, but uh, definitely better than last week's work. Monster Jam Steel Titans on the Switch retail February fourth. Real trucks, real action. Monster Jam, Monster Jam Steel Titans delivers the complete Monster Jam experience. I get paid per mention of Monster Jam, <laughs> and I've got to get it in as many times as I can. But do you get paid in Monster Energy drink? No, well, I don't. I don't want to know about that. No. Okay. Hold back now. Hold back. I'm going to reread it. Monster Jam Steel Titan Switch retail, because this is what pays your wages. February 4th, Real Trucks, Real Action, Monster Jam, Monster Jam, Monster Jam Steel Titans delivers. Are you getting mardy and throwing your toys down again? No, sorry, I just um, caught the mic with my hair. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm going to say that's the second funniest thing you've ever said on I'm, air. I'm growing. Because I'm it. hoping that <laughs> in this show's history, you might say something funnier than that. Okay. Okay. Monster Jam, Monster Jam, Monster Jam, still tight. It was a complete Monster Jam experience for everybody to enjoy. All the trucks, stunts, stadiums, racing, and massive air in one game, playing various game modes, including stadium, outdoor racing, various stunt challenges, and destruction modes. Want to say Monster one more time? Monster Jam. <laughs> it's Monster oh, Jam. It's going to be the full word. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is my... Wait. Mon- so you can buy some gel, and, and Sting <laughs> has to deliver it by a... A tanker that he borrows from Tommy Tankers in the village, the number one fluid delivery service. It's almost as bad as Brian the Builder. Well, I'm getting sponsored by him as well. <laughs> well, that's why I called him. <laughs> that's why I called him Tommy Tankers because seemingly everyone in Farmerton has to do a job that starts with their first name. Tom writes the law, so we've got Brian the Cowboy Builder, we've Lionel got Lawyer, Lionel the Lawyer, Pete the yeah. Plumber. Who technically... New character. Well, controversially... New character. New character. Enough of this Don't forget nonsense. Tony Ditterly, the man from Italy. Oh. Pete the Plumber, he's got... Oh, I don't want to... I don't want to push... We need to stop right here. Wait. The listeners... Wait. Pete the Plumber has got one of the biggest bouffants I've ever seen. <laughs> has he? So technically, untechnically, everyone in the village is convinced he's your real dad. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> okay, Pete the plumber. Better go say hello. Hang on a minute, just so we can afford the gel. Monster jam. Okay. <laughs> uh, this is my mummy. Mummy, Zombie Army 4, Dead War, available on the PC, PS4 and Xbox One, February 4th. Hitless hordes are back for more in spine-chilling shooter from the makers of Sniper Elite 4. Uh, abominable occult enemies epic weapons and a harrowing new campaign for one to four players await in 1940s Europe as you fight to save humankind from undead Armageddon the resistance have defeated zombie Hitler cast him into hell but the dead rise once again with greater hunger than before continue the alternate history of zombie army trilogy in huge new levels and uncover a sinister plan that takes the survivor brigade across Italy and beyond because I'm a huge fan of the switch uh, I'm going to take this uh, Monster Jam Steel Titan Switch now I'm only joking 7th <laughs> Sector uh, I think this is my mummy mummy PS4 Xbox One Switch February 5th Welcome to the 7th Sector set in a mysterious cyberpunk world Immerse yourself in this intricate path solving different puzzles and collecting scattered information to discover the story of this world Ghosts and DJs next for the PC. Just the PC, February No, 6th. no, no. I checked earlier. If you've got an Apple Mac, <laughs> you can play this. And this game, awesome. this game's free to play. That's good. Inspired by the classic arcade hit Ghosts and Goblins, fully created by the house music legend D, uh, Dr. Cucho. DR Cucho. D- DR Cucho. I was going to go with DJ Cucho. Uh, Ghosts and DJs is a pixel art, run and gun, side scroll and action platformer enough genres covered there set in a parallel universe in which the music scene is being dominated by fake artists and DJs a bit like now Knights and Bikes on the Switch oh. next February 6th you play as Nessa and Demizella Demzel Demzella as they explore an ancient island with their pet goose Captain Honkers that sounds like an animal character we would write um, riding upgrade no no if it no if we were writing it, the goose would Jerry be called the goose. Goosey Goosey Gander or something, wouldn't it? Okay, 
Yeah. Gary the Goose. Gary. Gary. No. Character. character. Gary the Goose. A goose we're, we're, that can we're actually We're verging on that realm, aren't we, of, of getting a bit too much... Self-indulgence. Yeah. Pete the Plumber is your dad. <sighs> anyway, nights and bites. <laughs> the story unfolds. I'll face hazards, puzzles, and the gathering forces of ancient curse with their growing collection of frisbees, water balloons, toilet plungers, and boombox loud enough to wake the undead. Together, our heroines will laugh, learn, and cry, but will the power of their friendship be enough to actually save the island and each other? Okay, well, I'll take the next two. Uh, that This last... This is the penultimate one. Throw anything. PSVR, February 6th. There is nowhere to run, nowhere to hide. The zombies climb up the walls, hoping to satisfy their appetite for brains. The only way to survive, reload your guns. Destroy all furniture in the room, grab them all, and throw anything you can find to take them down. And we mean anything. Face off against starving zombies in high-rise buildings across the globe in the VR action game. Throw anything. More shovelware for the PSVR. Every now and then a real diamond crops up. But, <laughs> it does. Uh, next, the Turing test. Now this, when I was doing the research Is James. that like Alan Turing? Well, we'll find out in a moment, won't Okay. We? I think, no. The Turing test, switch. February 7th. The Turing test is a first-person puzzler that explores the phenomena of consciousness and challenges the meaning of human intuition. The Turing Test is a challenging first-person puzzle game set on Jupiter's moon, Europa. You are Ava Turing, an engineer for the International Space Agency, sent to discover the cause behind the disappearance of the ground crew station there, guided only by the station's AI, Tom. Find your way through the facility and discover what it truly means to be human. Harness the ability to transfer power between machines using your energy manipulation tool, providing a a unique twist on gameplay mechanics and puzzle logic. Learn the significance of player control as you switch between multiple perspectives to solve the Turing's test's most challenging puzzles. Discover a story with the multiple layers of depth and conspiracy, challenging concepts of human morality, and giving player freedom to players to form theories about the fate of the ISA crew members. Wow, that's nearly as deep as the news we did at the start of the show. A little bit. That almost intelligent enough re- uh, write-up has almost forced its way into my mummy mummy but I'm legally obliged to say Monster Jam one more time <laughs> uh, very good the ray slips away silently because we're a hokey cokey show we have the only, only have the sound from arriving and we've probably blown the budget on sound effects insert paywall noise behind paywall here that's one for the hardcore that's Batlog of Shame isn't it mm-hmm. whatever you do don't go back and listen to Batlog of Shame <laughs> No such thing as bad publicity. Keep well, telling you. It's that. on sixty nine four twenty listens, and I don't really want that to change. That's your gamer tag. Well, that's nearly that's nearly it. We've got uh, one more thing before we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, I need to ask you what you're hoping to play this week. Hmm. Yakuza five. I keep thinking I need to have a palate cleanser, but I, you know, you need to finished Mass Effect 2 I'm so disappointed no one's interested on. in that No, one's, everyone tunes in one weekly of the games of the sit decade. by the, mark, the speaker and they're like tell me more about Yakuza that's what they're thinking is it the loyal, I reckon they do the loyal listeners they've this. been out Duke McBain he's like he's gone off he's bought all the Yakuza's he walks around his, his town in a I, white I honestly white think suit red shirt kung fu in people <laughs> yeah that's right they definitely do that about as much as they um join Overwatch League 
filthy. Filthy. James is in control of the editing, so that comment you made about that online game that no one plays has been erased. I say. <laughs> yeah. Cutting room floor. Cutting room floor. Uh, anything else you're going to be playing? Hmm. I'm not sure. I want to rip into something new, but I don't quite know. It's just that t- honestly, it's that time of year where, because obviously you delve back into the retro a lot more than I do, and it's um, it's really difficult. Like I'm just, I want March to get here so we can get a few of those new titles I talked about earlier on in the show, and yeah. Oh, I tell you what, I'll let you finish. Is that everything for you? Uh, I don't think I'll be doing any Nino Kuni this week, nor Kingdom Hearts. Oh, um, uh, by the time it comes around, Ooh, yeah, Kingdom possibly. I'll have some more Nino Kuni. I'll do a yeah. little bit more Kingdom Hearts. I'll play that Soul Sacrifice game on Vita a bit more. There is um, a Kingdom Hearts pack coming out with all three games and all the other little add-ons. I'm getting they it. Were. You are. Yeah, I just okay. need to uh, get Mumsy to get it ordered for me. Ah. Yeah, I'll get. We've that. got a price point on that. It's full price. It's point. only like forty nine ninety nine. It's good value for the hours. So I thought, that, yeah, a little bit like the Accuser Remastered. Uh, Just wondering. Did I mention that the Accuser Remastered set's coming out soon? Yeah. So I I've get to enjoy it. all the I listeners to look can on, come on a journey um, with me all over again. <laughs> I bet they can't wait. I bet they can't. Um, I tend to look on like the Amazon. Uh, coming soon lists and this, just to see what's actually coming up Kiwami was a PSN ga- download of the month game a while back you being the boffin that you are you probably added that to your library well speaking of that huh? I'm hoping to play some Bioshock Infinite because I downloaded the Bioshock collection and I was thinking do I go right back to the start player more through but I don't know I really enjoyed the one uh the one set in the Sky City. Yeah, yeah. It was really interesting. I thought um, it was the weakest of all the Bioshocks. I actually thought 2 was better than Infinite. I, if I'm honest, I like them all a lot. I just don't know whether... I played 1 and 2 a lot back in the day. Um, I think I've played, I played 1 through twice. Finished 2 as well. I think 1's got the better story and the better lore, but 2's the better game. Yeah. It is pretty cool playing it's as a, the big daddy as well. It's a good game. Yeah, but you don't you don't start as him, do you? No. I feel like enough time's passed anyway for me to uh, experience those Spoilers games. for a 5,000-year-old <laughs> game. <laughs> I always remember getting the demo and just be like, you get in that little elevator. It's like, I'm Andrew Ryan. That was, you know, I restarted that intro several times. Yeah, I was like, we were amazed. It needed that at the time, didn't it? It got a bit stale with what was coming out, and that was like a wow. Do you know what I'm going to dust off? Good. Do you know what I'm going to dust off? What are you going to dust to off? To get that real... Re- I don't think I've got Ghost Recon uh, Advanced Warfighter. <laughs> Seriously. But yeah. I have got Fight Night Round 3 somewhere. They That plays really well. So I might pull that out for, yeah. for fun. Okay. I'm trying to think what else I might pull out. Might dust off the PS2. I need to go back. I'm, I'm not going to the cabin in the woods, but I might have a little another go on the uh, Shadow of Rome. Mm. While I've still got speak, the controls fresh in my mind. Speaking of Shadow, jog my memory. Um, I need to finish Shadow of the Colossus on PS4, the remaster, because it looks excellent and it still plays really well. I'm about halfway through in terms of the Colossi that you fight. Yeah, Colossi think- or Colossi? Hmm. Anyone knows? Let us. How would they get in touch with us to tell us that you're a blithering halfway and it's Colossi or Colossus? 
direct messages on Instagram or Twitter or, or questions uh, or <laughs> email us at questions at unofficialcontrollerpodcast.com Monster Jam <laughs> is, that, is that all you're hoping to play? Should we I think so mate yeah Should um, we kick out now? Oh I'm tempted to pick up Asham for the Switch or the PS4 What's that about? It's a Souls-like it was, it was an Xbox exclusive uh, it came out just before Christmas I think for PS4 and Switch looks really good I think I showed you and you were not keen on the art style what was the art style? it's the style? one with like uh, where they don't they have a face but there's no eyes, nose, mouth etc oh like arty. Stingray <laughs> yeah it's like Stingray <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah I think that's it for me it, like I say I'm just waiting for those new titles to, to come out I think Animal Crossing will be the first one followed by Doom Eternal they're both out on the same day very different games but that's going to be an expensive month week week yeah well the, the whole month is expensive well that's all we have time for this week listeners always thank you for your time we look forward to the pleasure of speaking to you again next week until then happy gaming remember there's nothing wrong with being given the unofficial controller it's what you do with it that counts see you Tom see you mate